1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and this is part two of our special two-part series on when biohacking fitness goes too far. In last week's episode, episode 311, we talked about things like hypoxic training and electrical muscle stimulation, engineered foods, compression, cryotherapy, and heat therapy. And You can get access to last week's episode by just going to quickanddirtytips.com and doing a search for episode number 311. So as you learned in last week's episode, I've lately been called out quite a bit about my fringe, nerdy, technology-obsessed biohacking shortcuts to achieve body and brain performance, and in that episode, I presented natural alternatives to modern biohacks like cryotherapy and electrical muscle stimulation and hypoxia, and in this episode part two, I'm going to give you more examples about how and when biohacking can cross the line and smarter, more natural, more ancestral alternatives to the current crazes of things like cryotherapy and digital meditation and new Tropics and strapping prosthetics to your body. So let's start with something called a vibration platform. Now, devices that shudder and shake as you stand on them may seem convenient, cool, and a highly technological new way to exercise, or to be able to recover faster, lift more weight, or sprint faster, all of which vibration has been shown to be able to do. And sure, these vibration platforms, and their slightly less sexy cousins, rebounding trampolines, definitely do do things like increase lymph flow and blood flow. But running in place and exercises like jumping jacks can offer very similar benefit and be a great alternative if you don't have a vibration plate nearby or you simply want one less item plugged into an electrical outlet in your home or a little bit more cash in your wallet. And yet, yeah, you can just bounce up and down with no fancy biohacks required. Uh, next is blue light therapy now over at bengreenfieldfitness.com my personal blog I have lots of stories about these new light emitting devices uh, technology that stimulates photoreceptors in your ears or your eyes with light to normalize circadian rhythms to stimulate mitochondria and to adjust your body to a new time zone or to eliminate jet lag and these green and blue light producing devices can indeed be a great way and I use them to stimulate your brain and to normalize circadian rhythms but But before you go out and spend all that cash on something like one of these, you should realize that there's no better source of blue light out there than the morning and afternoon rays of sunshine. So before strapping on a biohacking headset or a pair of blue light producing glasses, ask yourself if maybe you can simply go out on a walk in nature and get a dose of natural sun exposure instead. Next is electrical brain stimulation. And the claim behind this is that by attaching electrodes to your temples and running light electrical current through your brain, you can deal with anxiety and insomnia, increase your pain threshold, improve reasoning and alpha brainwave production, and beyond. Uh, For example, since the 1960s, scientists have investigated something called TDCS, or Transcranial Direct Current Stimulation, and they found it can do all those things. But what they don't know are the long-term effects, good or bad, and that makes TDCS a potential gamble, especially if you self-administer it. Uh, Electroencephalography or EEG-based neurofeedback appears to be slightly more safe, but still an expensive and out-of-reach biohack for many. And then there's headbands and meditation devices that monitor your brainwaves during meditation and generate sounds and binaural beats and voices and other digital projections to lull you into a deep meditative state. And I agree, these tools are convenient to walk you through a meditation or to teach you meditation techniques, but I'm personally still a bit concerned about the amount of electrons and other non-native electrical signals projected into the body and brain by these devices. So why not first look into other ways to stimulate your brain, like Riddles or crossword puzzles or board games or transcendental meditation or kundalini yoga or just a good old meditation sit spot in nature. It's just a thought.
0: Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour and they have a verified best price which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality you do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
1: Now, next come anti-aging injections, and here's the science behind this one. If you listened to a podcast that I recently recorded over at bengreenfieldfitness.com on the anti-aging and anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and anti-cancer benefits of a compound called nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, or NAD, you heard that you can spend hundreds of dollars on NAD supplements or thousands of dollars on NAD injections. But after a bit of research following that podcast and a fascinating discussion with a man who I consider to be a very bright mind in medicine, Dr. Joseph Mercola, I discovered that a compound called beta-lapachone can massively increase levels of NAD and that this pricey chemical can actually be quite inexpensively obtained via Pau de Arco tree bark tea from the Peruvian jungles, and Dr. Mercol is way ahead of his time in terms of his experience with and knowledge on NAD. He's working on a new book on mitochondria that will go into this and much more, and he clued me into and gave me instructions on how to prepare an absorbable NAD precursor for literally pennies on the dollar. What you do is you get this Pau de Arco tree bark, and you simply put it into four to eight ounces of warm water. and allow it to sit overnight. And then, in a good blender for a couple of minutes, you blend it with any type of fats, which will form liposomes that increase the absorption of the beta lapachone from the tea. So, you could use uh, coconut oil or uh, sunflower lecithin or olive oil or fish oil or full fat coconut milk. Uh, but the best solution is simply a half teaspoon of organic, non GMO sunflower lecithin, which contains something called phosphatidylcholine, which is a really good way to make phospholipids. And you can also add a little bit. of organic turmeric powder to this mixture for even better absorption. You simply strain after blending and then you can use the resulting foamy white bark milk as an ingredient in smoothies or shakes. Or you can just drink it straight with no needles or fancy biohacking injection clinics required. Next are petri dish organs. Now, biohacking can also involve modifying cells on a genetic level, and what cells can be made to do is pretty amazing. For example, Juicy Print is an up-and-coming project that hacks bacteria to respond to light. The bacteria then produce cellulose, and with some alterations to its genetic code, that cellulose production can then be tuned to respond to the presence or absence of light. Juicy Print then uses the natural substance as the raw material in a 3D printer. Now, those behind... behind the project see it being used for things like rebuilding organs and making new arteries and blood vessels because new organs and implants would be based on biological material instead of artificial material. So it may also be able to do things like blend more seamlessly into a human body without risk for things like blood clots. And the goal for the final juicy print project is to feed fruit juice to the printer to spit out whatever shapes are needed, including the potential for skin grafts and new organs. But there are other natural compounds you could ingest that do allow for rapid healing and growth of the human body without you necessarily needing to get an organ transplant or skin surgery. Elements chock-full of stem cell stimulants and growth factors like marine phytoplankton, aloe vera gel, colostrum, chlorella, whey protein, and even one of the most natural, least sexy, least biohacky nutrients at all, raw milk. And then finally, there's nootropics, or smart drugs. Now, biohacking doesn't have to mean getting out a scalpel and starting to cut into your body to implant a chip, and the nootropics movement is one that's growing quickly based on the idea that taking brain-enhancing drugs to make you focus, think faster, and work more efficiently can be a step up in life. And caffeine and L-theanine are more natural compounds you find in coffee and tea, but there's also people popping over 40 pills a day of all sorts of other nootropics and smart drugs, including Ritalin and Adderalline. And modafinil and other things that could potentially damage your liver. And I'm personally nervous about the long-term impact of taking a whole bunch of drug cocktails, uh, even if they're not non-addictive and non-toxic, because there's no way of determining what the long-term impact of regular use of these brain-altering drugs will be, especially when taken in high amounts consistently. So if that makes you nervous, you should know that there's definitely natural, food-based solutions. For example, for wakefulness and cognitive enhancement, you can try sniffing, wearing, or diffusing essential oils of peppermint, vanilla, or pine. You can drink a cup of joe for the same adenosine-blocking effects as a spending spark drug. You could eat foods like capers and bananas for dopamine, or tap into St. John's wort herb, fish, or eggs for brain-boosting choline. You get the idea. So before shoveling over 100 bucks out for a bottle of brain pills, you might want to just visit a garden or go fishing. Now, finally, don't get me wrong, I'm a biohacker. In the past 24 hours alone, I've done TDCS and electroencephalography, intranasal light therapy, electrical muscle stimulation, peptide injections, electric compression boots, eight different nootropic pills, and much more. But in the same 24 hours, I've also done a 15-minute sit spot in nature, a gratitude journal, a boatload of natural spring water, a forest walk, yoga, a glass of raw goat milk, and deep breathing. So what about you? What will you choose? Perhaps instead of strapping the biohacking equivalent of a prosthetic to your body, you should first try hooking up with nature, (laughs) milking an animal, walking in the sunshine, finding some natural, safe, and healthy alternative to turning yourself into a completely artificial cyborg. Once you've mastered that, perhaps you can throw in a few biohacks, but only... uh, those that you understand, and you don't need to pursue performance at all costs while flying in the face of health and longevity. Well, if you have more questions, comments, or feedback about biohacking your fitness and when biohacking has gone too far, then feel free to join the conversation over at facebook.com slash getfitguy. That's facebook.com slash getfitguy, where there's all sorts of great conversations happening all the time. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.